Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Jeremy Slade. Jeremy's a good friend of mine. And Jeremy, you're the founder and CEO of Command Your Brand. I'm a huge fan, Jeremy, of what you do. Also, I want to point out your personal website, which again, all this stuff is all linked up uh, in the show notes for this episode. To our friend that's listening, just click around, click on the little information icon, swipe around. You're going to find we got a direct link, Jeremy, to your website. It's jeremyryanslate.com. Jeremy, it's good to have you. Hey Josh, I'm I'm stoked to be back, man. I know I've I've been on the show a couple of times, so I, I do appreciate the uh, the ability to come back, man. So thanks for having me. Well, listen, you have a very important message, and uh, I'll let you kind of launch into it. I know you and I are both extremely bullish on podcasts. Uh, you know, I I just you know to someone that's listening to this, obviously you're already a podcast fan. When you get involved in this world, it can be life-changing. Jeremy, I'll, I'll kind of use that as a tee up for you. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Cause I think the thing about podcasting is number one, it's growing year after year after year. I started back in 2014 and there were 240,000 shows. There's like close to 3.5 million now. It depends on which platform you ask. Cause they all like to say there's different. Um, so there's a lot more shows out there. And I think the thing that's really interesting is the traditional kind of media hub of things is starting to break down a little bit and you know people aren't watching tv like they used to and looking at other things like they used to and it's become very user driven like how people watch netflix how people want to be able to choose what they do when they do it so podcasting is really filling you know that place in people's lives where they where they want to have the ability to connect with people more and they're doing it in a long form where you're seeing conversations that are 30 minutes 40 minutes an hour and the, the thing about that is you get to know somebody better. So at the same time as somebody going on that media, you can't hide who you are for very long. So it, it is a media that really reveals and it's growing and creating relationships at incredible scale, in my opinion. Yeah. So um, what does talk about what command your brand is what you do? So how we help people is we help people to really become a great guest, locate the right podcast, and then teach them what to do with that content. Because I, I do think... When you look at the, the sphere of things, Pete, most people don't understand kind of the cycle of, of sales and marketing. I look at it like this. First comes public relations, second comes marketing, and third comes sales. And they're kind of like a conveyor belt. So if your marketing is not converting, it means that either it's not good marketing or your PR is broken. If you're not selling, you got to come back and look at marketing and PR. So at the same time, like going on podcasts, you're creating trust with the right people. So the marketing campaigns you run actually convert better and you're actually going to, you know, get your, your knowledge out there in the right way. But to me, I think it's an incredible opportunity to get out there in the right way. Yeah. And so um, what types of folks should consider being a guest on podcasts? Uh, 
like what might be going on, what are their, you know, so maybe not necessarily just talk about like who they are and what they do, but maybe what their goals may be. Um, what might be some good indicators that that appearing as a guest on podcast might be a great play for them? So I think the first thing, and you'll really appreciate this, Josh, is their mindset, first and foremost, because you look at a lot of people that they're like, okay, I need to get in front of 10,000 people because if I get 10,000 people, 20% are going to opt in and then 1% or 3% are going to convert. That type of person is not the right type of person for podcasts. You have to look at it. Is this about vanity or is this about impact? And if it's about impact, this is the right place for you. But if you think this is just a van another vanity metric and you want to be a celebrity, not a great place for you to spend your time. So somebody that's great for podcasting and there's different levels of podcasting, right? There's newer podcasts, there's medium podcasts, there's larger podcasts. I think newer podcasts are great for everybody with a message to share. But I think as you're spending more time in that, it's, you know, are you somebody that's wearing the CEO role of your company day to day? Are you somebody that um, isn't in 100% of the functions of your business day to day? You're doing the PR, the public relations for the company. So that's a person that wants to make an impact. They know they have to touch. I don't want to say it that way. They want to help a lot of people. I don't want to say that they have to touch. It comes off bad. They have to help a lot of people. And in order to do that, you have to do that at scale. And I think to really do that in podcasting, people are like, oh, the biggest audience is out there. No, it's a thousand, two thousand, five hundred. Find the right people to be in front of and become a niche celebrity. And that is where the real value is in podcasting. So if you are, you know, a CEO or a founder or, or someone really looking to make an impact, this is how you connect with people and become more of an expert in their eyes. But I think you have to realize you're not turning on the lead machine. And I, I think that's what a lot of people think about podcasts. Like, sure, you can take this and convert it into something, but it's not that you're going to jump on and create hundreds and hundreds of leads. That's not the type of medium this is. This is something to build trust, connect with the right people so that everything else you're doing is more effective, including creating business partnerships. Yeah, Josh, yeah. like all of my friends now at this point in my life, I've met on podcasts because I've been doing this for eight years. You know, you know what yep. I mean? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, what it's absolutely so kind of getting to, you know, what up my influence does. It's, you know, podcasts are the ultimate, the ultimate networking platform for leaders. Yes. Uh, you want, before, well, I want to get back into like, you know, I want to talk about like repurposing, getting, you know, trying to, you know, look for immediate value opportunities. But can sure. you address maybe that networking thing a, a little bit more since you just brought it up and I just piled on it? <laughs> I I think it's the number one because here, here, and I'll even look at, I'll look at this from two different viewpoints, right? Me as a host and me as a guest. Like as a host, there's people that I've interviewed on my show that frankly shouldn't give me the time of day. But because I have a platform where we can connect and have a conversation and I can also add value to them by promoting them. I'm able to spend time with those people. So I think that's the real value there is, is you can sit down with people that could be hard to reach or difficult for you to reach, but also people that you should know in your industry and create relationships with, right? Do you have a service that's complimentary to mine? Well, if you do, we should figure out how both of us can benefit off of that. Maybe it's a joint venture. Maybe it's a, we do a webinar together. Maybe it's something, but I think there's an ability to really grow your business in that perspective. And frankly, Josh, I think that is the thing 90% of people are forgetting. They're thinking just of the audience, which is important, right? You want to show up and yep. service the audience. But somebody who is an opinion leader and somebody you could work with is actually right in front of you. So add value to that person too. Like that is so vital, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, another thing too to consider is um, as a guest, uh, you're going to be on a show and you're going to create content. Generally, it's going to be at least 15 minutes or longer off sometimes, you know, 45 minutes of your time. And what the other, what the host is going to be doing is they're going to be teeing you up. And generally they are going to ask you questions 
that ultimately you're going to end up looking pretty good as you answer that. Now you've got this content and maybe Jeremy, you can kind of address the opportunity from just a content creation standpoint. So I think, I feel like it's always mindset. We're going to go back to mindset first. And I think when you look at, we look at any PR campaign, you have to make the decision. Am I, if I'm, am I going to be effect of that? Right. Is this happening to me? Or I mean, effective with it? Is it happening because I'm doing something, right? Like a lot of people want to go on a media placement and just see attention come directly at them, which you'll get some, right? And that's great. But the second part to that is being effective with it. What are you going to do with this and how are you going to promote it? So what you should be doing is creating clips for and stories for your Instagram channel. You should be writing long form content for your LinkedIn feed. You should be figuring out how to take these and turn them into stories for your email list, which by the way, um, if you can take parts of a transcript and put them in chat GPT, um, mm -hmm. GPT-4 is a little better at than GPT-3. You can turn them into really great blog posts for your website. You can say, write me a thousand page blog post and do it in this voice. There's so much you can do if you have the right tools. I know even before this conversation, you were giving me a few different video editing tools that I didn't know about. There's a lot you can do, but you have to figure out oh. how am I going to take this one episode and turn it into a year of content? Because you can because you're being seen with a person who is an opinion leader in your space, talking about the subject matter you should be an expert in. You just need to figure out how to use it in more than one places instead of just sending up a link and saying, oh, here's my interview, which is great, right? We want to help shows, but you have to think of how a lot of these platforms operate. They don't want you to leave the site they're on. Facebook doesn't want you to leave. Uh, LinkedIn doesn't want you to leave. Instagram doesn't want you to leave. So what happens? They're going to downrank links. So you have to get creative with how you're sharing your content out there to actually get people to, number one, observe the content you're putting up but also go to the episode you're promoting. Yeah. Uh, sometimes LinkedIn doesn't want you to leave. Just kidding. Inside joke. Uh, I, yeah, I, <laughs> well, I've been recently, right. been recently banned on LinkedIn, but anyway. Uh, no, 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 it's, it's a different subject. So, uh, hey, uh, and so, yeah. So, and, and so my background, you know, on the traditional media side, you know, so we would get a client and they say, great. So I'm going to be on this local TV and then they're going to share me with all their audiences and all my wildest dreams are going to be tr come true. And then they do this with their hand. They kind of wipe my job is done once I leave the studio. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, 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 no. You are like halfway done. And it's that second half is where you could take and multiply the value you can get from that effort mm -hmm. by orders of magnitude. And so thinking about the fact that, you know, and this is where I want to start talking about um, kind of customer journey and user experience for a potential uh, podcast guest, right? And yeah. so thinking about who their audience is, your people already like you. Like if you mm -hmm. have anybody following you on any social media platform, email list, they on your website, you know, they're coming into your world, like they're interested in you. Yes. What are you going to share with them? Because they already like you. They're already, you know, I don't, necessarily like the term sales funnel, but they're effectively in kind of your funnel. And mm -hmm. so if you share with them value in a way where you are seen as an expert in the interview chair, that is instant authority and is going to move people through and get closer to you. Yes. Uh, sorry, I kind of answered a question I probably should have asked you. To no, but I, I want to say two things to that too. It. I want to say two things to that too. The first, um, something you're saying early on about like, hey, that clip on TV, I will tell you the, the mistake I made the very first time I was on TV is I did not get, get agreement to get the clip. Figure mm. out how to get the clip because if they get rid of it, that clip is now gone. So that's the first thing I'll say. The second yeah. thing that, that you were talking about with how much value you add, 
Alex Hormozzi is incredible at this. They give away so much free value and so much free content and free courses and free this and free that because people, you have to realize that it's going to be a very, very, very small percentage of people that work with you. And that's totally cool, right? Depending on how much you charge and whatever it may be. But you need to have everybody know about you. That is the most important thing. And you have to have everybody know about you favorably, right? So by helping, by assisting, by being that answer when they need an answer, by creating the right content when they need it. You know, that's why you should be, you know, growing on YouTube and growing on all these different channels and creating content that's going to educate people. And it's the same thing with what you talk about a podcast. You are there as an educational expert for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it may be. Do not show up doing another infomercial for people because number one, you're not going to help anybody. But number two, you have lost credibility in their eyes. You haven't helped yourself. You've hurt yourself. Yeah. Give, give it all away. Give, give away your best stuff. And um, how would you coach someone to to kind of come up with that value? Like if they're like wondering what to talk about, um, how would you help them figure out what their message should be or kind of what kind of value they should be giving away? Well, the, the, the first thing is definitely approaching it with the right mindset. Because 80% of how well a podcast is going to do, and a lot of people can't handle this, is actually the person sitting in the chair getting interviewed. A lot of times they want to make other people 100% responsible for them. That's just not the case. You know, I can't do the interviews for you. So you have to say, okay, like this is the right place for me. Now, what I do with this is going to be a big deal. Now, coming to that, you have to think, taking the viewpoint of the person listening to you, right? Like what what are their needs? What are their wants? What are their desires? What are they trying to achieve? Like, sure, there's a lot of things you want to achieve as the guest, and that's great. But you have to be thinking with the viewpoint of what does the person receiving this want to do? And you have to look at education really has two parts to it. It's the theory of it and the practical of it. So how are you going to give people things they can do practically that are simple, easy, and where they can get a win so they can actually implement that and then want more of you? So we also like to look at what we give away at the end of a podcast interview to be something people can actually use and implement so now they've got the theory and the application of it. So then they come back to us and say, hey, we want some help because we see what you teach works. So I think that's the biggest part is give people simple theory that actually works and is true. Give them a way to apply it so they can get a win. And when you're thinking of that, they can come back to you and say, okay, cool. I want more Josh Elledge because I know Josh Elledge is going to help me. Yeah. You know, just kind of throw this final thing out just in case there's someone listening and they're already like, they're really into podcast guesting uh, or they want to uh, keep this in mind. Uh, Think about what your your sales stages and cadences are. And that is a brilliant place rather than dripping on your people saying, you ready to buy yet? You ready to buy yet? You ready to buy yet? Give them clips and value. Hey, you and I were talking about this. I was recently interviewed on this podcast. Here's a little two and a half minute clip of me sharing um, something that I think would be pretty valuable just based on what we talked about. So if you get really good at indexing all of that expertise, and then you keep a library that you or your team uh, can use and deliver to potential customers that are in your flow, like that's super valuable. And and one more thing, Jeremy, I want to put this well, out. Even, even too, I want to add that before you jump on. Yeah, like please. that's how we teach people to market their episodes to their email list because there's people that have been on your email list for years that may need that one piece of content to make the next leap forward. But go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, the, the other thing I was going to share is that a lot of the way, it's like for, for example, with this show, uh, we get a lot Uh, You know, the best I can tell from like who listens to this program, we get some really great subscribers, love our subscribers. That's awesome. We get a lot of people that are searching for our guest. 
And our episode just happens to come up. And so, you know, from a discoverability standpoint, if you can go out and get on 40, 50 podcasts, you now have 40, 50 impressions times the number of podcast directories that are out there, which there are hundreds. And so there are so many opportunities for discovery now. Um, again, in those show notes, if it looks like you as a guest are answering a particular question that this searcher is looking for, I, Jeremy, I, I can't tell you the number of people that I have hired or reached out to or bought their book after I was searching for a topic, found a podcast conversation. I'm an audio learner. Like yes. I love to walk Levi around the block and listen to a 30 minute conversation with an expert. And by the time, like, that's what I, that's my buying process today. And if you're not a guest on podcasts, I can't find you there. And so uh, I'm going to be looking for that so I can multitask and learn. Biz I find this is really common with busy executives uh, mm -hmm. or busy, busy professionals and business owners. Um, they have to squeeze it in when wherever they can squeeze it in. I'll do that in the car, walking the dog, exercising, that sort of thing. Um, so uh, don't underestimate the discoverability from being a guest, from, from people that are looking specifically for you or your expertise. And I would, I would say I wouldn't recommend doing it this way, but I did get stuck in traffic in the, the George Washington Bridge once, and the guy next to me was watching a video while he was driving. Do not do that. No, no, um, no, no. <laughs> but, but, I will, but from that vein, I will say I know people that watch you probably know this, but I really want to reiterate this is, you know, you look at how high value your video is right now. Doing video is vital and where we are in the world we're in yes. right now. So you need to look good on camera. And you need to sound good on camera. Like those are things that are really important because that is another thing that either enhances or hurts your credibility. You have to look and sound good on camera. You can do it rather affordably, but you have to look good and sound good on camera. Yeah. Like I said, working with someone, Jeremy, like you, you can coach them through that entire process. You can get all those uh, the, all those fixes put in place. Uh, and the reason, even though it's an audio podcast, the reason why you want to look good on camera is because, again, um, from a discoverability standpoint, it's you know, you're probably going to get a lot of views on the video assets that get created from that audio podcast. I would say in my experience, I don't know what your experience, I would say about 90% of podcast interviews, I do, well, maybe not that many. In our world, it's 100% do video because I've got some opinions on that. Uh, but yeah. I would say a good chunk of the audio podcasts you record, record are going to be on video. Like you're yes. going to record the interview on video. Uh, that, I, I don't know if, if that's your observation. No, it's it's like I and once again, these are estimates. I don't really know the real numbers, but I'll say yeah. even if you look at the podcast world, I would say back when I started in 2014, it was probably 70 percent audio only and 30 yeah. percent video. And I think if you look now, number one, just because how how attainable it's become, become, but number two, because people demand video, it's going the other way. I'd say it's mm -hmm. probably closer to, to to 60 video, 40 audio, and it's it's getting better every day. So I think right now, if, if you really are going to say, I have a future in this media and I have a future in growing in this media, you have to do video and good video. That means your, your MacBook camera is probably not cutting. It doesn't need you to mean you need an expensive DSLR camera. You know, I'm using a, a Logitech Brio, which is a $150 camera. And a $7 app called webcam settings because the out-of-the-box settings on this camera are terrible. Yeah. Um, so you, you just have to look good and sound good on camera. It's vital. Yeah. Jeremy, uh, your website, commandyourbrand.com. Where do folks go? for? Oh, and then again, your personal website, jeremyryanslate.com. Where do folks go from here? Well, if they want to get out there, get seen and heard in the right way, Josh, like 
I've made every mistake you can imagine. So I put together a really great resource for them called the seven reasons you're not getting booked in your favorite podcast. They can actually get that over at commandyourbrand.com slash seven reasons. Um, and the word seven or the number seven will work for that. Uh, so, and, and I'm sorry, one more time, what, what will they get? So they'll get um, a free resource. It's going to give them the basic seven reasons they need to know to actually get booked on the right podcast oh, they gosh, want to get on yeah. as well as setting up. Yeah. And so again, that's commandyourbrand.com forward slash seven. Seven reasons. And the number seven, seven of the word seven will work for that. Seven, seven reasons. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, pulling that up right now. And again, we'll have that linked up as well um, in the show notes for this. Jeremy Ryan Slate. Long time friend. We've been in the podcasting world together forever. Yeah, man. Uh, went to went to a, a really great LA baseball game. Had a great time together one time. And, uh, great memory. I'll never forget that. Thank you so much for inviting me to that game long ago. Uh, but I appreciate you, Jeremy. Thank you so much for being here again. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.